Fresh Breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m. on Metro FM. French Montana and Sway Lee on Metro FM. This is Unforgettable. 6.39, welcome to Fresh Breakfast. Every Tuesday, we talk fresh money, and we'd love to welcome our guest this morning. The question is, why are women better at managing money than women? than men, for instance. Nigerian TV host and author Arese Ogu is the beauty and the brains behind the best-selling and groundbreaking book, The Smart Money Woman, the financial chit-lit novel that has taken Africa by storm. She's helping young African women discover the power to build their futures and make smarter money decisions through Smart Money Africa, a personal finance platform for the African millennial, engaging young Africans on the importance of financial literature and the impact it has on helping them get money, keep money, and grow money. She holds an MSc in Economic Development from University College of London and a BSc in Business and Management from Aston Business School in Birmingham. She's also an alumnus of the Lagos Business School uh, and the London School of Business Executive Education Programs. Geez, what don't you do? <laughs> Morning. Thank uh, you so Arese, much. right? Arese, yes. How are you doing? Great, thanks. So excited to be in South Africa. Thank you for being a part of the show this morning. <laughs> Tell us about your first experience with money, when you realized what money is, what it can do, what it can unlock. Um, okay, I'd like to say, first of all, when I was 10 and going to boarding school, yes. my mother, every time she'd give us pocket money, she would say, do you know what, when you come back at the end of term, you have to write down everything you spend your money on. And I thought she was joking at first. Yes. And one term I came back without that book and I hadn't written it down. And she didn't give me pocket money for the next term. So, <laughs> Why was that an important lesson to was, jot down everything? Yeah, it was important on? because it showed you how you were tracking. It helped you track your spending. That yes. was the first time I ever had to track, you know, my spending. And we take that for granted. <laughs> we really And do. then we wonder where the money went to. I know. Like you earn so much money and then you don't realize that you have to put some aside. Yes. And you just become a revolving door for your money. Um yeah, so that was my first experience with money. Tell us about women, especially on the continent and money, because, you know, um, we, we, we don't necessarily give them the due respect, but women control the purse strings. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But it's interesting because, you know, there's some school of thought that says that women manage money better than men. Yes. But I don't think that that's necessarily true. Okay. I think that we definitely think about money in a different way. Mm. There's something culturally ingrained in us um, that makes us think that, men are responsible for our financial future. So even when you see more women yes. um, going into the workforce, they're saving, but they're saving to spend. Mm. So a man from when he's born is told, you know what, you're going to be the provider, you know, so their aspirations are very early on, on about, you know, becoming a landlord, you mm. know, owning property, that kind of thing. They're hustling for, you know, those assets. But yes. women when they start earning, they think about their money in terms of spending. Not even necessarily on the frivolous stuff, but on things like making a house a home. Yes. They want to buy furniture. They want to buy extras for their kids. Mm. They want to be able to look after themselves. But they don't. that money doesn't necessarily translate into assets, mm. which mm. you know puts us at, at a disadvantage. Now, I read the interest that men are more concerned than females with retirement, for instance. Mm. Um, is it as simple as women generally in society um, are taught that you're going to get married into a home? Yes. Therefore, you don't have to worry about those exactly. things. Exactly. So a woman is th 
taught that she's a nurturer. Yes. A man is taught that he's a provider. So he'll naturally worry about retirement because he's thinking about the financial future, not just for himself, but his family. A woman goes from her father's house to her husband's house and has never really been taught that she has to protect herself financially. Yes. So she's earning more. She's in the workforce now. She's earning more, but she's not necessarily putting that a little bit aside to build her own personal net worth. How do we change that? I think it's about having the conversation. Definitely. I think the book, the book caught fire because, um, women could see themselves in the characters. So, you know, it's not like a, how to do this, um, type of book. It's not like a boring personal finance book. It's like, I like to call it Sex and the City for Money. In fact, tell us, <laughs> t- in fact, what's the name of your book? Okay, it's called The Smart Money Woman, yes. An African Girl's Journey to Financial Freedom. Mm. So basically, it's about five Nigerian girls who, and their different personal struggles with money, relationships, yes. love, um, work. Mm. Um, and it basically shows you all the different obstacles that are very relatable to an African you know, woman. Yes. The consumerist culture um, of the African middle class. Yeah. yeah. W- without giving away too much, tell us about these five different women and their approaches to money. Okay. Yeah. So Zuri is the main character. Yes. She's very intelligent. She has a really great job, yeah. but she's she hasn't been saving and she gets to a point where she's broke. So the mm. first chapter is called Broke. So she's there sitting down with her car. Um, her car c- can't be fixed. Yeah. She's owing her landlord rent. All those things that you can find a, a typical African millennial woman um, mm. um, stuck in. Her friends yeah, living, are going living through, hand to mouth exactly, much, and but, beyond your means. Exactly. And yeah. it's not even about live, about not earning enough. Yes. It's about getting to that point. Because, you know, in Africa, we love that rags to riches story. We yeah. like the you were really poor and then you became rich. But no one talks about that narrative where you get to that middle class. You're earning a decent salary, but you're still living from paycheck to paycheck yes. because your living expenses have caught up with how much you earn mm. and you're not setting aside enough to build your financial future. So Zuri, you know, is stuck and it, the book basically like works through how she comes out of debt and starts thinking about money differently. Some of her friends have different issues. Like one of them is like a re- really rich, glamorous housewife mm. who, you know, has always relied on her husband for money and then something sudden happens and she's basically struggling. She, in fact, um, so, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry to interject there. <laughs> I read interestingly last year that yeah. there's a percentage of women who are married yeah. that have a secret stash of money they're <laughs> saving for in the event that that something bad happens. Either something bad, or this man that who said I must stay home, he's got this. <laughs> yeah. One day drops me. Yeah. And you know, I just found to it be, fascinating to that, be honest, that secret think, stashes of money. I think it's. I think it's. Okay, on one hand, I don't think it's healthy to hide yes. um, your money from your partner. But on the other hand, I feel like it's a little bit smart. Because if you, fi- if you, re- if you um, think about it, a lot of women yes. go through um, situations where either your husband left you for another yep. woman yep. or he died or he loses his job. And all of a sudden, you've never had to worry about you know, the finances before mm. and you're caught unawares. I found that so interesting. Like in Nigeria, women who've been working for like 10 years, 15 mm. years, and they've been living great lifestyles, going on holiday, buying mm. designer things, and then their husband dies or leaves them, and all of a sudden they can't meet up with their bills because they've never had to, you know, worry about it. Before. I've never had to think past tomorrow. Exactly. We're hanging out with Nigerian author and personal finance expert Arese Ogu. She's in the building, and why is she in the country? We'll find out straight after this. Right now, the comedy minute. Here's Tenjiwe. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Busy with your traffic is not here. We will locate him and he will be back. We are still talking fresh money. We'll have more for you straight after this. Thank you for sharing your fresh money stories. Which woman taught you what about money? Keep them coming. Send your voice notes to 081-577-3333. Our fresh money guest this morning out of Nigeria. Her name is Arese Og. Ugu, Ugu, yes, Ugu. Ugu. <laughs> and uh, her book is The Smart w- Money Woman. Yeah. You've told us about two characters already. Okay. The one woman was leave- living hand to mouth, yeah. but living beyond her means. Yeah. The other woman depended too much on her husband. husband. Who are um, the other three characters? So there's Lara. She's yes. like a, she's really smart. She's good with money. She has this great job as an oil and gas executive. Yes. So she's earning a lot of money, more than all her friends. But she has this issue, which I think you call in South Africa black tax. Oh, yes. So she has a lot of family depending on her income. So Don't her dad, we all? Yeah. Her dad died early. Her mom, she has to look after her. She has to pay um, school fees for her siblings. And it puts a lot of pressure on her income. Yes. So even if she earns so much, like she's still struggling, you know, financially because yep. she has all these expectations from her family. So we kind of see how she navigates that. Mm. Um, there's also Adesua, who is a lawyer. She's super smart. Um, she's conservative. But then she has a husband who doesn't want to work, can't make it um, mm. as a business person, and has gotten her into all this financial debt. And then I don't want to give away too much, no, but yes, he, leaves, yes. he leaves her for a younger woman sure. and she has to struggle to pay that debt back. Mm, mm. So they're all characters that I feel like every African woman will kind of see themselves or their friend um, in. Now, you're a finance expert. Why was it important for you to frame all this information as a chick lit book? Book. Yes. Okay. So in Africa... We don't really like to read, do we? But we love drama. But we love drama. We like gist. Um, Nollywood would show you that. (laughs) Exactly. Like, so I wanted it to be something that, not just a book that ORSA wrote a book, I wanted it to be something that people had conversations about. The way they have conversations after they watch Love and Hip Hop or, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, I wanted to be gist. So I wanted people to, you know, have conversations with their friends with their family like oh my god this is so this person or mm. i'm doing this and it's not very you know smart and there's no rural woman in the book no there's not no. because because well they mm. I, I learned a lot from my grandmother yeah. who lived in a rural area yeah just from watching how she made do with nothing yes i see do you know what one of the characters, Zuri's mother, yes. lives in a place called Benin, where I'm from. Sure. So she's not quite in the village, but she's not like in a city city. Yes, yes. And it basically shows you how she's worked hard her whole life, mm. like selling fabric in the market. And But she's at the end of her life, yeah. she doesn't have a lot of assets because she spends all the money she's made yeah. looking after family members so everyone that has a problem comes to her to you know borrow from her even when she doesn't have and then they don't pay back and it just shows you like the cultural um things surrounding the way we think about money yeah yeah why are you in south africa okay so i was invited by knowledge resources to come and speak at a women in work conference um which is happening on the 2nd of august and then dr judy dalmini um 
um, the owner of Luminance is mm. hosting a book signing for me on the 8th of August. Okay. So I'm super excited. I just want to take advantage of Women's Month and celebrating women and talking yeah. about women and money. And I love South Africa. <laughs> Who should attend this conference that you're doing tomorrow? Def- In fact, are the tickets available? Definitely. I think if you go to the Knowledge Resources website, um, yeah. they're still available. Um, women who are trying to make it in their careers or in business, um, who are trying to find their purpose yeah. and just want to discuss like the challenges and their aspirations, that kind of thing. Great stuff. Where do people find you online? Um, my Instagram handle is at Smart Money Arisette. Um yes. You can also go to the website, www.smartmoneyafrica.org, and you can buy my book at Luminance. So Luminance have uh, Yeah, Luminance stock. They're the official stockists of the small money woman in South Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, Arese Ogwu is about to leave the building. Knowledge Resources having a... A women in work conference tomorrow, and then yeah. at Luminance, Luminance book signing on book the book signing. Yes, register online at smartmoneyafrica.org so that you can get um, invitations to the Luminance book signing. Arisha, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. I had such a great time. And uh, <laughs> thanks for putting this book together. I'm thank actually, you. I'm, I'm, I'm already <laughs> committing to myself that I shall get a copy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, get the book. It's called <laughs> The Smart. Money Woman. Aresa Ogu is about to leave the building. Fresh Breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m. On Metro FM.